0: You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show presented by me, Piers Cunningham and me, John Young. Now, John, tell me more about this um, shutdown in Baltimore, this ransomware attack.
1: Yeah, well, we uh, we, we covered a story a, a couple of years back, and this came out of North Korea, or I suspected it was out of North Korea, that um, uh, it just sent out these uh, ransomware attacks. So basically it shut down computer systems that were running, I think it was XP at the time, and it, this this shut down train systems, it shut down hospitals, it, all around the world. Right. And, and what it required, or, or essentially what it, does, it did at the time, was it encrypted your files, so Everything in your system, it encrypted. And then the only way to unlock it was if you were provided a key which came from the the, the hacker or the, the person behind the ransom. And the only way he'd get that key is if you paid uh, the, the the man in Bitcoin that they were asking for. That was huge, but it was fortunately prevented by you know changing. That. There was a smart guy that was able to change your domain. And we've got a full podcast that you can go and listen to um, on that if you head to on infinity.com.au and just search ransomware, you'll, you'll come up with a podcast. Since then, there have been these sort of ransomware attacks sort of popping up and Mm. they've never really gone away. It's just been the hackers are better equipped and they're more targeted Mm. and, and they're able to sort of really lock down the system a lot lot easier and this is what's happened in uh, the city of uh, Baltimore
0: so so the thing that the computers have been locked up are like the local government compu- computers city hall that that's kind of that's
1: r- yeah so think of it you know here we have our local councils yes. our shires that yes. sort of thing and and so as think of it like that so you've you've got uh, many hundreds if not thousands of computers all connected into their systems mm. and they they manage everything they've got email systems set up they've got um, you know managing accounts for you know the water authority that they have over there mm-hmm. uh, you've got phones that need to connect in via email uh, into the main servers which uh, the, the the members of the, the city that we connect with mm-hmm. a- and so it was discovered that there was a, a ransomware attack and this happened in March of
0: um, oh sorry it, ha- well, it happened recently so earlier this month in May 2019, I think it would happen on May the seventh. Yeah, they they, um, they digitally seized ten thousand Baltimore government computers and demanded a hundred thousand dollars worth of bitcoins.
1: Yeah, and so it's well, it's, it's seventy thousand uh, US dollars, I think. So it works out as about a hundred thousand Australian. Right, a- and basically. The options are they have right now is pay the ransom and uh, unlock the systems, or maybe restore from backups that they would have, off-site backups. Now, the issues that they have is that, uh, well, do you really want to give in to the hackers and, and pay this um, 70,000 US or 100,000 Australian, or is it preferable to restore from backup? Well, my argument is it's much preferable to restore from backup, but the problem is, is that there are none. There, there is not a suitable platform or backup that they stored or maintained in, in order to do this. So mm. they're kind of stuck. Mm. And this is not just the, the, the city's systems that are sort of shut down. This means that people can't um, pay for transferring homes they having trouble paying for their water bills the people that work for the city can't use the emails of, you know via the main service they're having to use personal emails wow. uh, and even their, their phones they're having to use sort of personal numbers now to uh, separate themselves from the system now they they were able to sort of stop the spread of this ransomware by literally disconnecting all the unplugging. cables and unplugging everybody mm. but they can you know they're worried about well if they plug them back in then it's just going to spread these, to these computers and they'll lock those ones Up as well. Mm -hmm. So, as yet, there is no answer as to what they're going to do. And it has come out of, of you know a few issues that happen over the years and it was noted last year that there should have been money in the budget for allocating for some kind of cyber attack or there maybe they should at least have insurance but realistically they should have an information a, a sort of a chief information technology officer mm. who's not only maintaining the you know the, the programs and the updates but also managing the security of the systems and making sure there's adequate backups of the systems yeah. so in the event of this if if you've got an op- off-site backup, then you just wipe all the computers and then you just load up the backups from the previous twenty, you know, twelve hours, twenty-four hours, or wherever it is. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't have a budget set aside. There was no money for this, so uh, they didn't have anything backed up. nothing backed up, and if they did, it, it appears that those backups have probably been encrypted as well. They might have been connected into <laughs> the system, <laughs> right? So this is this is why. And I guess look, there, there's an interest in this story about what's happening. I feel for these people. That uh, it's not as if the the city is absolutely shut down. On. it mm. it's it has crawled you know, it slowed things down because they can still process them in other ways. Mm. You know, back to the manual process mm. of paper and pen. It just mm. means that, you know, things that would normally take seconds are now taking days,
0: weeks, or even and it highlights you know, this incredible dependency on networks working and on things being secure. And not and, it, and and you know, I think that their their policy would be that they don't want to pay ransoms. You know, that's it's like giving in to terrorists in a, in a way. It's a cyber terrorism event, if you like. They just don't want because if they give way to this, that's that's incentivizing other people. To to do something similar to try something something bigger for more money. Yeah, you're just
1: if you're, you're flying a flag saying, yeah, take me, attack me. We pay.
0: Yeah, we, we pay. We're happy to send um,
1: because this will be the money from uh, the the community that you know the, the tax bills that they mm. collect. Mm. If they pay, that will go towards that. Mm. So w- what could have been you know maybe a few thousand dollars or maybe even you know twenty thirty thousand US dollars. Mm. Could have been the budget to you know create a you know robust secure system that has offsite backups mm. to prevent this. So it's a word of warning to um, to other uh, council cities uh, across the U.S., but particularly here in Australia. I mean, we sort of we have a bit of an attitude. I'll oh, be right, and you know nothing will happen, and no one's <laughs> going to attack me until it does happen, and mm. then all of a sudden you're like, well, what am I going to do? I have heard of businesses that you know for, have have worked for years building up their, their email list to have got customer details, and they rely solely, whether it may be on email or some third-party system, where they don't necessarily have a hundred percent control of that. Mm. And then they get locked up by some kind of ransomware attack that came completely out of the blue. But it was because they opened an email, or it was because they clicked on a, an, an inappropriate link. Mm. Uh, and then they have the option of paying the ransom, which is a gamble at best. You, you may get the unlock key, um, or it's a complete, an absolute complete loss of data. You know. Worse. So
0: that can happen. That, that people can pay the ransom. They l- they then. Lose the money, and then the hackers don't actually unlock the data. Yeah, well, why? or they say, or they say, sorry, the ransoms just doubled.
1: Oh, you, actually, you paid that ransom. Great. Well, we're now actually looking for triple that or, or quadruple that, and you know they could name a fee because. Mm. But in just... the
0: case of Baltimore, given you know given the resources that you know that the city hall, the, the local shire, the equivalent over in America, the city of Baltimore would have, you know, it's ten thousand computers. You'd reckon that I understand that they don't want to pay it because they don't want to give in to it. But at the same time, $100,000 is not that much of a ransom in a way, yeah. given given the effect and the impact. Well, I could
1: only, only assume that because it wasn't factored into the budget last year, they don't actually have the funds uh, in right. order to cover that. Now, there is a statement that was released on May 17th from the mayor, Mayor Young. He, no, absolutely no relation. And, right. uh, Jack Young. Uh, yeah, he said... I am not able to provide you with an exact timeline on when all systems will be restored. Like any large enterprise, we have thousands of systems and applications. Our focus is getting critical services back online and doing so in a manner that ensures we keep security as one of our top priorities throughout this process. You may see partial services beginning to restore within a matter of weeks, while some of our more intricate systems may take months in the recovery process. We engage leading industry cybersecurity experts who are on-site 24-7 working with us. Some of the restoration efforts are required that we'll, we rebuild certain systems to make sure that when we restore business functions we are doing so in a secure manner. Mm-hmm. Reading between the lines, there they're just saying pretty much there's nothing we can do. We are having to rebuild the complete system from the ground up. We're not sure how long it's going to take, but as soon as they're available, we'll then uh, allow access. We're
0: not we're not prepared to run the risk of paying the ransom, so effectively we're just going to accept that there's going to be substantial data loss. Yeah. So we we'll, we have covered in the
1: program previously, um, you know, a bit on security and, and, and things that you can do, particularly if you're a business that relies on this kind of data to be able to either accept money um, to so to keep. Your business alive Mm. uh, to be able to send products receive product whatever it is Uh, we do recommend doing adequate research and we are getting to that point where we rely so much on uh, the technology Mm. that you need to have a security expert do an audit Mm. bring somebody in and a third party a well-established respected security firm, bring them in, have them do an an audit on your existing system to Mm -hmm. find out where the holes Mm -hmm. are and then uh, work out a plan because uh, if it hits you and you're unprepared, then... Then it wipes out your whole business. So there's going to be a cost
0: now, but it's worth it because it's saving you from potentially losing everything. Yeah. And having an enormous bill to uh, sort it out. And then even legal liability because I think in Australia, there are laws which compel companies that have got public data and stuff, p- yep. uh, people's data, sensitive information, so on, they have to have adequate protection. And if they do have a data breach, they have to report it. So it can affect your reputation. Yes. And it can also affect you legally. You can be... Yeah, if, if
1: I stored my information on somebody else's service, which happens all the time if I buy a product, I'm using my email, my phone number, my delivery address, and credit card information, which, you know, you'd hope doesn't get stored there, but in some cases, maybe it will. Mm. If, so if another party came in and hacked that information and, and gathered that then obviously I'm at a threat of identity theft, but I could then potentially in a class action with other people that are involved, go ahead and sue the company that was holding that information yes. originally if yep. it
0: wasn't protected Indeed. securely. So so the hackers have got the Baltimore information and they've encrypted it, they've locked it up and that's the ransomware side of it. Can they also, so say the ransom isn't paid and the city of Baltimore just has to rebuild all its systems from start from scratch. Mm-hmm. Then that data, which the hackers have encrypted, they've also potentially got that to misuse and, and use for other purposes. Well, so they don't take Personal information or they just lock it up. They, they've just locked up it on the just, server so they don't actually have the data. That's right. They've just locked it up. They just lock it. It's
1: easier rather than trying to download right. you know, uh, terabytes, petabytes even of yep. data. Yep. It's just easier to send in... Um, a worm. A, or, to lock up the system, encrypt that data. Yep. So you don't have to carry anything on you. You're mm. just basically saying, look, I've locked it. I've put a padlock on it, which you cannot break. Mm. There is absolutely no way you can decrypt this. So if you want it, pay me the money. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPP FM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.